yo, 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 what it do, man? This is your boy, North End Floyd. This is episode 146, man, on the Kickback Podcast, man. I appreciate everybody that's rocking out with your boy. Right now, we're Facebook Live, we're YouTube Live. I think we're LinkedIn also, or Link, Link Live and everything. So, you know, uh, y'all can watch it on all those. And also, you know, we streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify iHeartRadio, such and such, you know, whatever you can watch this stuff. So anyway, man, we got a dope show tonight. Um, we got uh we got some guests that y'all are very familiar with. And we're gonna talk about, you know, the entertainment industry. Is it ruining love? Is it killing black love? All that, you know what I'm saying? And we got some more dark dope, dope topics. So, like, man, like I said, I always say if y'all disagree with anything that uh we present, uh Man, you could just hit the number down below, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh 409 233 0017, man. And you know what I'm saying? You could rock out with us, man. We could do it like that. So, man, let me go ahead and uh um bring the guest on in, man. What it do, Brad? What it do, uh Ken? What's, what's up? Jericho, man. What's up with y'all, man? Nothing much. It's yeah. Friday night. Yeah, it's Friday, man. What y'all drinking though? Um, I don't even know what it is. It's not in English. I know it's a, a Latin alcohol, like tequila or something, but on the rocks with some mineral water. Okay, tequila with the minimal, minimal water, mineral water. Okay, all right. I ain't gonna lie. I'm drinking a little water today. You know what I'm saying? I'm chilling. I'm, I'm vibing today, man. I ain't finna, you know, get all crazy and wild with it today, man. You know, so. Uh, Ken, yeah. what you got, man? Bro, I ain't got nothing much, bro. I'm trying to eat differently, man. I'm on like a little diet, bro. I ain't gonna drink for a while. Just try to do water and juice. Cut back okay. on the salt, salt intake, bro. Yeah, I need to. I need to cut back on my salt um, intake, also, man. I've been drinking um, a lot of water and stuff, working out and doing that and stuff. So, Brad, what's good with you, man? Chilling, man. The anti-thought program coming soon. Uh, the return of Flames Radio is coming soon. I'm very happy about that because. I don't know if you noticed, but on my unpopular honesty, I have to moderate and filter what I say. But on Flames Radio, there is no filter. Yeah. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah. What exactly is Flames Radio, man? Because I'll be seeing you post that like every Friday. Well, Friday is the day that my brother passed. And since he left this earth, I have turned every Friday into Flames Friday to honor him. And in honor of him, I started a radio show back in 2021 called Flames Radio. And it was basically just a platform for me to say whatever it is I felt like I needed to say and play music in the middle of it. And then it went on a hiatus. And that's when I created Unpopular Honesty to take that. But now Flames Radio is coming back. So I'm very happy about that. Get ready because. I'm finna say a whole bunch of stuff that's finna have a whole bunch of people mad. Don't get ready. That's that's what's up, man. <laughs> so anyway, man, let's rock out, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, like I said, been the show's called the inner is the entertainment industry destroying relationships, man. So let's go ahead and start with that topic, man. Um, bread. I know you're very vocal because you said you have the um uh, what's that? What's the um uh, mixtape you got coming out? The album you say you got coming out that's dropping. Uh, it's called an anti-thought program, and it was made to combat all the uh, thought culture noise pollution that uh, is all around us. And, uh, you know, because I feel like men wasn't, t- wasn't saying nothing. If you notice, 
in rap right now, all the men sound like women mm -hmm. and all the women sound like men. Mm -hmm. And there's no response to what all these, all these thought records, all this, there's no response to it. Nobody's saying nothing. It's almost like they're acting like it don't exist. So I'm finna take the gloves off and be brutal. Yeah. Real brutal. You know, so anti-thigh program. Get ready to get your jaws tight. Get ready to be upset. Mm. Uh, Ken, what do you think about the entertainment industry, man, and what it's doing to relationships? Does it have an influence on it? What you think about that? Uh, dog, it has a major influence on it. Uh, I kind of echo what Brad said. I mean, you got more women right now dominating airways. You got mm -hmm. more women talking about, you know, they talking like men. They talking about shit, showing they P-U-S-S and, you know what I'm saying, who they effing, you know what I'm saying? They, what is it? What's them girls? City girls? They talking like, like that. Yeah, city girls started this. You know what I'm saying? You got, back in the day, they had like Lil' Kim, but that was just one. You got pretty much about 50 of them right now. All of them talking like that to young women. Mm -hmm. So the young women that's, you know what I'm saying, hearing this, they're acting like this in the streets. They're they're moving like this. So the dudes, like Conbread said, there's no response to that. So men, we we gravitate to this. Instead of a man like, nah, that ain't the type of woman that I'm dealing with. I don't want to deal with a woman moving like that. They're, they're, they're talking to men like shit. <laughs> like we the females and yeah. it's been it's been going that way for some time but now it's like full steam ahead it's like back in the day you kind of saw it one or two or three or four mm -hmm. yeah. but now it's coming in the mass it's coming at 20 30 40 yeah. at a time you know what i'm saying it was one or two back in school that was moving like that yeah. when we was in school, but now it's a whole herd of them yeah, when it was like one or two, like it was like Lil Kim and Foxy Brown. Yeah. And then they died out and then it was Trina. And yeah. then, you know, Trina kind of went away. And and then now it's like boom. It's like 10 of them now. You know what I'm saying? And it's like <laughs> it's like we finna gradually feed y'all one or two. And now we finna just give y'all the whole goddamn pie now and stuff. Hey, bro, what's that song by Car uh Corey Corey Ray or whatever? Women's a players too, or oh, something yeah. like that. So yeah. that's just one of the songs that they got out there like now. You know what I'm saying? And she, I mean, everything is so sick. Huh? <laughs> she talking about the comedy. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. But like I said, those are the type of women out there. You got Megan Thee Stallion. You got all these women are showing sexuality in a totally different way now, bro. They don't even have clothes on. They ass naked. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They showing their bodies off like, is it, man? Shh, I don't what, even know. What you think, Erica? Being a female, I mean, what do you? I mean, how do you feel about? By so, did, because y'all, I mean, women are getting promoted. No, my, I mean, more in the rap industry. So, yeah, I mean, so I'm putting. I feel like the women who deserve to be promoted are not getting promoted. Like, because you have some good female artists. Yes, you do. They're not going to compromise their integrity. So, like, that's why I love listening to Spotify. Or I'm always listening to the Color Show on like YouTube because it's giving me different artists. Like, it's even gotten to the point to where like. I mean, I don't listen to Cardi. I don't listen. To, I don't. I don't listen to any mainstream rappers when it comes to like today's music choices. Like, I'll even go back. Like, I still. I'm always gonna love Common. I'm always gonna love Most Def. Like, I'm always gonna go old school. But when it comes to the new, when it comes to the new school stuff, like, I'm just not in there because I mean, mumble rapping was like a whole trend and it was just there for a minute. And then now, like with women, you're starting to see that. 
I mean, sex is glorified and it gets numbers. And at the end of the day, if we really wanted to see something that was a bit more diversified, we would actually start giving more praise and, and shout outs to that. You know, it's just like, you know, with women getting their bodies and stuff done. And now they starting to acknowledge natural women more. And then the whole phase of like BBLs and all that is kind of like, it's a cycle. It's just going away. So when it comes to women, to me personally, like this music, it's out there, I, I can't get with it. I just can't because that's that's not how I am anyway. And you know what? Even like with television shows, man, we talked about this before. We talked about how they used to have just good old television shows, man. Even in the comedy with Martin, Fresh Prince, uh, The Cosby Show, uh, In Living Color, Living Single. You know what I'm saying? Those was all shows that was like, you know what I'm saying? It was it was you know, positive and stuff like that. It was funny, but it still had those positive things. And not every show now is just arguing, fighting, who can create more drama. Even with the successful people on there, uh, I don't know what happened right there, but even with the yeah. successful people on there, like, I think they have, like, a doctor show. Um, like, black Mary female doctor. Yeah, married to medicine. And all they do is argue on there, bro. These are professional, educated women, and they still arguing on there like they don't have no degrees, like they didn't grind to get where they was and stuff like that and they just kind of sold it out just for the um the, for the entertainment industry and, and for whatever kind of checks they get and stuff so I, I just need i just need a writer's strike to end i'm like i'm be honest i'm so tired of these reality shows and mind you i've watched like all the love and hip-hops like i was there with new york that was like the first one and then like the housewives the original one was like back in like when it was in miami like i get it so um Oh, sorry. Uh, so anyway, but for me, for the most part, like, it's just, I need this writer's strike to end. I just need it to end. Because that's another reason why we have, like, such trash TV now. Like, I'm in here binge-watching Vampire Diaries. I'm going back to 2009. You right. know, it was, like, a little bit better, you know, back then. I was, what? I was still broke. Yeah, I was still <laughs> broke back then. But, like, in college, living my life. But for the most part, Yeah. Hey, bro, I'm going to just put it like this. The music industry is a direct correlation to what's going on in today's society. I mean, if you have if you listen to the women, they're talking about, you know, thought music. They're talking about women empowerment, showing, you know, sexuality. The men, like like Cornbread said, are watered down. Ain't nobody really talking nothing positive. Ain't nobody really standing on their ten toes. I mean, most men, you know what I'm saying? They they talking about beat be bullshit. I was about to cut the bullshit. Um it's not too many guys like i mean i'm a nas i like nas i like tupac mm -hmm. and nas stuff like that but like i say but those totally different type of artists than what, what we have with these little baby and all these other people you know they were more conscious rappers you know what i'm saying i'm not saying they didn't talk about you know drugs and stuff that they didn't cuss but there was music that you can kind of they had a meaning to it a more deeper meaning and you know so at that time the music reflected our society now today our music is doing the same thing but where we at today is in a bad place you know the men don't have it's like we don't hold a statue no no position no more like we don't even know our place in the world that like the woman is on top of us i mean uh, and i'm go ahead no i was gonna i was gonna ask cornbread him being an artist uh is it more difficult for good hip-hop to overcome the bullshit out there yeah because unfortunately it's not enough MCs and lyricists like myself uh, to go around that would even the scale, so to speak. I mean, you have a public who has been 
programmed and conditioned to like bullshit. And, you know, and and no matter what you do, you can go to them every day and say, hey, here goes some real stuff. They're not going to listen to it because it's not it's not in their. I guess it's not in it within their programming to listen to something different other than what they listen to already. So that that part of it is making. And then the other half is the industry, the industry itself and what it choose to who they choose to sign, who they choose to put out, who to choose they put their money behind because all this plays a role in it as well. You know, um, unfortunately it's not, but I'm not going to stop. Um, I know that um, I'm going to continue to keep ramming it down your throat. Hey, Brad, and also I want to point out this. Most of the people that's making the most money in the industry right now are dead. Most of the young rappers that's dead, are the they still making money off these artists. You know, that record label is, is making money and you dead and gone. You got Mo3, you got, uh, what's the other dude named Lil Dolph? All young these Dolph. artists, yeah. Young Dolph, yeah, all these artists is dead because of gun violence and something stupid. And th they still making money. Your re they record still playing and they steady collecting the check. And we sitting here, and like I said, don't even recognize that we killing ourselves, making them millions of dollars. And while we talking about killing each other. You know what I'm saying? We, we, you know, these artists, and I think uh, I heard Jada Kiss say it, that they, they, the, it, the, the industry is getting paid off of them killing themselves. Mm -hmm. They making so much money off of these young artists killing, killing themselves, and also Nipsey Hussle as well. I love Nip. You know what I'm saying? I always, uh, you know, what I'm saying I always show some Nip lyrics, man. Nip. I have saying. a confession. I didn't know about Nipsey Hussle until the yeah, a lot, a lot of people didn't. That's and cool, I was just like, oh, like you know, again. But this is just goes to the fact that the type of music I generally listen to, like hip hop, is not my first mm -hmm. option. But when I heard, I was like, oh, he was like a really great artist. Shout out to my boy Chris Green. You know what I'm saying? I'll see you tomorrow. I'm gonna slide through there. You know what I'm saying? That's the homie right there. He be supporting the show too. You know what I'm saying? Trina, shout out to Trina. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Tre, one of the dopest. Um, therapist in the area. She's a celebrity therapist. I always call her. She's a celebrity therapist. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, what I'm saying as far as uh, like Brad say, uh, and how you said Ken, how it used to be one or two artists that they used to spoon feed us. Yeah. And now, as far as like, like as far as like male artists with like good content, that's kind of what they feeding us now. One or two artists. You know, what I'm saying you might have. J. Cole, who might drop, which he kind of, he put a little few uh, uh, trap rappers on his new stuff or whatever. I don't know if he's trying to just, you know. Right. And I don't know why he did that. I don't know if he's trying to get in tune with He, didn't, he didn't need on. it, dog. He, he was cold by himself. He didn't really yeah, need nobody. Yeah, he, he you put know? in 21 Savage and all these other cats <laughs> but, on his album and stuff like that. So. But all those rappers that y'all talking about. When they do that. Right. You got like Kendrick Lamar, all those rappers like that, they barely come out now. It's like they they went they just went away for a minute. All this mm -hmm. bullshit is is taking over the airways, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, uh, Addison, man, he been he he's been very communicative communicative in the comments. He said, "Ask a woman a simple question like how you doing, and you're corny as hell. Say ski, and they fall <laughs> for it." <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think a song called Ski. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Right, but... I mean, let me ask him something. I'm man. like, it's giving low caliber. I'm not following it. Hey, no, I, I'm gonna keep it simple. I, I understand, understand what he's saying. I understand, I understand what he's saying. I understand what he's like, saying. If okay. you if you speak to a chick and give her respect, like, hey, how you doing? All of a sudden they looking at you crazy or you corny or whatever, because you're giving respect. 
And just because a man speak to you don't mean he's trying to holler at you, you just being polite. And that to me is a certain area. You know, I don't know if it's a 409 thing, go up close to Houston, but if you go to Houston, you speak more likely some of them will speak back. But I know in Beaumont, if you was to speak to a chick and you say, Hey, how you doing? They looking at you crazy and, and when you attitude, like you're trying to holler and you only was just being nice, like, hey, how you doing? But if you give them some bullshit, like old boy said, and they gonna feed off of that. They gonna they gonna respond totally with totally different energy. So mm. Man, you can't you you can't even open the door for somebody and they just go, they won't even say thank you. You open the door and they just walk straight through. Yeah, it's just mindset, bro. Mindset. Erica, you ain't go Erica. So a guy open the door for you, you you oh thank you. Or you be like, oh. I say thank you, yeah. I mean, even then, even if I go out, I'm, like, especially, like, when me and my best friend, we out, we always joke because, like, there's never a moment where we not making new friends, okay? And then making new friends, and here we are, like, two weeks but later, all, all on the golf course <laughs> or whatever. But okay. what, what I mean by that is that, like, you know, yes, we, we're, not, we're not rude or anything. You know, the only time, like, if somebody approaches us incorrectly, so if you come and tell my ski he or whatever he was saying or something, no, 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 no. I speak that. I speak English. Hello, how are you doing? You know, things of that <laughs> sort. Yeah. We'll have and you're still not getting the number. That's what you say. Thank you. Appreciate it. But you're not I getting mean, the number. We'll be polite. We'll be polite, you know. I mean, the one common thing they do now is Instagram. You can have the social, you know, and then oh, you give out the Instagram. You give out the IG. I let them. I let them have the IG. Then we we friend, like to me. See, it's like to get our numbers up. Let me get my let me get my IG numbers up right quick. Let me. You can get the IG. <laughs> hey man, I, I once heard somebody say, man, that act, some of us was actually raised right. Not every man trying to holler at you. So right. because you be respectful to a woman, that's really how it's supposed to be. But we didn't got up so far away from respect respecting each other that women don't give men respect but they'll give a nigga that disrespectful to them the respect versus a man that's giving you respect you won't disrespect me when i don't respect you but if i come at you in a disrespectful way you gonna respect me then and it's crazy because i didn't seen it nigga you know your dude may say oh damn baby you find a motherfucker or say something like that to you i'm talking about your body or talking about your features versus a man just saying hey how you doing and i'm not saying all but it's a mindset of a lot of young women today that think just because a man speak to you, he corny or he lame and he was only just being nice to you. But if I come at you in a disrespectful manner, if I treat you like, you know, these th thugs and hooligans out there, then all of a sudden you're going to give me respect. Oh, I like him. Oh, I like why you like me because I just disrespected you. That don't make sense to me. But hey, so see, my mindset has always been. We, at the end of the day, are humans. We are meant to go out and interact and connect with one another on some on some level. Like, there's always going to be, like, I can't tell you the number of people I've come across. And actually, like, like when we joke about homeboys, Ken, a lot of guys have approached me. And I have, like, a good number of homeboys because we all developed great relationships. That's it. Clear, clear like purely plutonic but the thing was is like even in the beginning when we all hung out we saw it was good vibes it was because they approached me correctly like if you don't if you don't come in a respectful manner if you you start doing a say little mama that's automatic x like we don't do that okay say little mamas but, don't <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like hey, Charlie, yeah yeah no doubt i feel that you know, i feel that I mean? though so, so the thing is it's like it's natural for us to go out like organically you're supposed to go and connect with different people in the world like that you come in in your everyday environment from there what happens that is complicit between you and that person and where it takes you to and that conversation you're going to be able to drive to say like 
okay, I don't see myself like dating this person or there isn't an attractive person, but they'd be a great friend. Or, you know what, I'm interested in, and there have been people who have approached, like men who have approached me and there has been initial interest. And then we, you know, got to know each other a little bit better. And now like we're great friends and there's no hard feelings, no Ken, if he had the opportunity, he wouldn't get, no, it's not, it's none of that, you know, that kind of thing. But it's natural for us to want to interact with people. That's what we should want to do. Although I stay in my house all day. But when I'm out, I'm social. I'm not standoffish. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this too. It also depends on where, where you at. Because you got to understand, like, if you're trying to speak to a chick and she's leaving a grocery store, pushing a basket, and you come up from behind or something, a lot of women take that and don't know what your intention is. So, you know what I'm saying? If you got to talk to her in a place where it's kind of like it's a scary place for you to speak to a woman. Like if you're out at a bar or a social spot and you speak to her and she give you that, then you can say, nah, she just rude as hell. But if she's in a spot where she's trying to take care of her business, she's trying to make groceries, she's trying to take care of children. There's certain places where certain times it's just, that's not a good time to speak to a woman. It's not a certain time to to go interrupt her. So I think as men, we got to be more careful of where we speaking to these women at because there's so much happening in the world. Coming from a woman, that is not correct. What you mean? You can catch me at the grocery store. You can catch me at the nursery, especially Costco. If you okay, well, I'm I'm just trying to be devil's advocate because I don't. Maybe maybe you're different. You're 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 a runoff. Like a club or bar, it ain't happening. But so like, if, uh, if you had a club and a bar, that's where a guy should come and speak to no, you. At. No, 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 no. So the thing is, you I disagree. One, I don't do clubs. We not talking about you. We talking about the masses. Because when you're going out, think about it. When generally, like, I, I would say clubs and bars back then versus clubs and bars today have two different means. Like, like you know, like when you think about how it was like back then, it could you could do that. Today, it's all about getting sections and getting all dressed up and all this other stuff and who's gonna hook up with who. It's like there's more of a, there's more of a superficial intention in today's mm. settings than maybe back then like no maybe and then maybe a bar like maybe like a, a cool bar nothing too crazy but like when it comes to the club i'm sorry it's loud we can't okay no that. well let me let me rephrase not club but like a lounge like to me when i go to uh okay. Ringo's or something like that those are spots that most people go to socialize they go sit at the bar they go have a drink a young lady may come by and you speak you talk or whatever those are places that you actually looking to talk to somebody you sitting at the bar those are places that's like conversation starters so i'm saying that's a place where if you speak to a lady she's nine out of ten gonna speak back but if you go in a fuck if you're in a restaurant or a store and she's walking out by herself and you come up by her behind her and say hey look how you doing ma'am she's not gonna give you the time of the day that's I the truth you may say yes i'm saying scenario. it's not always a scenario no i'm saying from what my experience but the easiest way to put it loud settings no settings that like settings that are not as loud like if i can talk to you at a if i could talk with you at a normal tone you got a chance so when i go to the club that's not gonna happen even some of these lounges that are borderline clubs it's not gonna happen but like a lounge is like cool even like one time i went to a cigar lounge exchanged them with a gentleman he was really nice and everything else but like it just was like ah, like you know after a couple conversations no i'm not interested but he, he was able to exchange contacts so so okay for the record 
y'all okay with guys talking to you at the grocery store y'all okay with them when you're by yourself okay just for the record fellas they okay with this they're not in the grocery store no more at the um little uh order the takeout thing or whatever at the coffee shops i have rich i have routine hey that's something new i like to work in various places when i because i'm remote so sometimes i don't want to work at home so a guy just got to get lucky and be like man i'm gonna go to coffee shop and i see if i see her i just see her Wherever you at, you cool with a guy approaching. Wherever you at, if you at the gas station, y'all cool with it. No matter where you at, y'all cool with it, right? Yes. And okay. then, and, and then for me, and then for me, where I do go to get, he said, get more numbers at lounges than ATV. He said, got more numbers at the lounge at lounges. I mean, that's ATV. usually that's usually how it's supposed to go. But hey, these women nowadays, we don't know how to read them, fellas. I'm I'm speaking for the fellas. I was, I was gonna say when people make these statements, I also again, you guys know me going back to mental health and internal. I gotta also think, what are you attracting, and who, who are you, and what are you attracting? So I'm just that's all hey, I'm gonna say with that. That's all. Erica, I'm gonna just stick to the numbers. Stick to the numbers. At the end of the day, I mean, most people go to these places, and that's where most women are at. When you go into the grocery shop, most of these women are married. You know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I mean, y'all gotta eat. So at the end of the day, y'all there, but that's not mostly where most guys think that I'm gonna go find me a single woman at, at the grocery store. They, the lounges nah, is where they, you, yeah. They go when they go when they go into the grocery store. They go and get some groceries. They ain't like, groceries. They're not thinking about that. Holler whoever I see yeah, up in Costco, here, man. Costco is a. I don't. Know. <laughs> okay, real, you just talk about not, Costco not for a minute. Store, hey, not the grocery store. Okay, look, I had a I had somebody hit me and they wanted us to discuss this topic, man. And they was talking about what's the best advice with someone struggling with a breakup. Hmm. Kim. Kim. Me first. What can Erica go okay. ahead? What, it don't matter. No, no, I'm like can't go. It's just like, can't go oh, okay. My best advice for someone struggling with the breakup, I would say take your time. Um, you know, try, try to find out what was the reason that that relationship didn't work, whether it was on you or on her, but take the time to do that self-healing to kind of figure out, you know, saying what you need to do next, what's your next move, because you got to make your next move your best move. So therefore, taking time to to reevaluate that relationship, go through it, kind of replay it back in your mind, like what went wrong? If I get in another relationship, what I'm going to do better this next time? What can I take away from this to make me better as a person? You know what I'm saying? Because if you carry that same situation that hurt to another relationship, because I know back in the day, they say the fastest way to get over a breakup is get with someone else. Mm -hmm. But if you go with someone else and you still thinking about that person still got whatever that person did to you on your heart you're gonna fuck that one up too yeah um i would say man you, you take some time out for yourself man properly heal you know what i'm saying uh a lot of people like you were saying ken a lot of people they don't heal so they just jump into the next relationship and they still hurt you yeah. know what I'm saying? they still subjecting their feelings upon to the next person you know what i'm saying and uh, to be honest with you, that's how you run away some want to run away somebody that's good. Well, you know, the biggest the biggest misconception that people have is that you could fuck your way through hurt and you can't you can't okay. fuck your way through that. Like you can't fuck that away. Like you're going to be hurt once you get whatever it is you're trying to get off you. It's going to still be there. And that's that's from experience. You once, gonna you bust, up, once you bust that nut, you still you, you gonna go you back to being hurt. hurt again. Going back to being hurt again, and you yeah. ain't really like that woman like that. She looking at you like, what's wrong? You you still thinking about whatever you've been through with your last girl? And now it's, you didn't just hurt somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah, yeah, you didn't just destroy that. So you you got to do that work on self first. Yeah, Brad, what you what you think, man? If one of your homies came up to you, man, and said, man, nah, man, I'm struggling, bro. I would love to see, you know, like some Remy Papoose thing, man. What what if Papoose? 
came to you and said, man, bread, I'm struggling, bro. You know what I'm saying? What what I need to do? <laughs> what you got, bread? I got two answers. There's the politically correct one, and then there's the street version. Which one do you want? Give me both, goddamn. <laughs> okay, the politically, the politically correct version would be to fall back, evaluate the situation, and take your time before you proceed with any future relationships, possibly whatever. The street version? <laughs> Go out there and act bad on the slab. I'm talking about cheeks <laughs> clapping all day, all night. I'm talking about <clears throat> I'm talking about pull it out, there go the hammer. Yeah. Then it is. You know what I'm saying? Because some people, they handle breakups like that. And I understand yeah. because everybody is not politically correct. Everybody is not going to fall back. And, you know, everybody is not going to assess the situation. Only certain people will. Some people, hey, man, they got to go about it the hard way. And the hard way is just like you said, you get over somebody by getting with somebody else. Yeah. Uh, Ken, what you think Pap should do, man? Because you know he held he held Remy down for a long time, man. And, I mean, uh, bro, why y'all over here counting sis out? No, no, no. Well, we gonna talk about that situation. What I think Pap should do. I mean, a we person gonna really, a person gonna really show you who they really are. Like you know, what I'm saying she didn't came. You know, he didn't held her down. They had a baby. I think you know, saying when she got out, she you know she he made it helped her. He held her down for a long time. He didn't go out there cheating around or whatever. He was shit when she was in behind bars. He couldn't wait for to get out. Even stay with her, she lost weight, got herself back looking right. So to me, yep. she probably never really had that true intention. She probably was changed when she was locked up anyway. So when he she got out, it was just a matter of time of buying herself some time to do what she really wanted to do. Like I'm a Remy, I like Remy and all that, but at some type, man, love don't have loyalty. You can love me, but that don't mean you're loyal to me. Like what he did, he had loyalty to her. He was, you know, saying he he held her down, shit, and even through all this, I haven't heard heard nothing about that cat. That cat mm -hmm. laying low. Shit, she out there, and sometimes, man, women can do, have the biggest clap back because they, I don't think they, some women, let me say some women, they, they, they emotional, and they, if they, if they kicking it with a guy, he in their head is mental. It's more of a mental thing now because shit, this dude, this young, this young book, shit, they, they out there all on the internet rubbing it in his face. Don't uh -huh. give a damn about, oh man, that dude held me down. He did this for me for fifteen years. They don't give a damn about that. That dude is hot right now. Yeah, but if she look at it and, and once this shit once it goes through, she gonna look back at this and be stupid because she like, damn, I fucked over this good dude for something that may last a couple of months. Mm -hmm. That's the reality of it. Like you thinking yes. this this moment right now is more important than what you and this dude built for fifteen years. That dude held you down for a long time, Remy. Money and all that shit, man, come and go. But what that dude did, that was just based off of strength, man. That dude held you down based off of strength. Uh, Trina. I celebrity therapist before you jump in, Erica, she say when you're with someone for a long period of time, research shows you date for different people. You date uh, four different people. Yeah, four different people. Uh her feelings may have just changed. You can fall out of love. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. But I mean, I think if the way you go about it is really important to me. Has she just broke up with the dude and said we're gonna separate? Okay, you know I'm about to say. Has she done it? So you're going this with an expectation. The worst thing we can do is put our expectations on others because at the end of the day, we are only in control of ourselves. I, exactly. If it would have been Kendrick Smith, let okay. me put it that way. 
Thank you. I would have exited the situation before making it a public situation to where they got me tied up with someone else. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing I think had it wouldn't been me. I think that would have been a different situation. I should could approach it because nobody would really have a, a problem with it because they broke up. And then a couple of months yes. down the line, you with somebody else. Cool. But you make right. it now. You look, make it look very tacky. Yes, it looks very saying. tacky. But so, Erica, so yeah, before we say, uh, what would you tell one of your sis? What <laughs> advice would you give them if they were struggling with a breakup? So if someone was struggling with a breakup, the biggest thing we need to make sure with the breakup is to make sure they focus on themselves first internally. Because when you're with someone and you connect with them every day, it's not just mental, it's not just physical. You literally are doing repeated soul ties with this person. Y'all know when I when I when I get into the soul ties, like yes. when people lay down with all yes, these we definitely people, know. Yes. When you go and you lay down and like, oh, I'm for one night stand, or I'm like, that is literally a soul tie. That person is coming a part of you. I don't care how many yoni pearls and whatever promo they get, that person is a part of you at the end of the day. Like you literally let yourself connect with random people. So what you need to also do in that process is actually assess. Like, at what point am I content and happy with myself once again? And look at each breakup as a teachable moment. Go back like a Canadian cornbread. Assess what it was you did within a relationship and how you can be better. But now I have a question for you guys, uh, for you men specifically, which I think um, to me is like being a little bit of devil's advocate. Because for me, I feel like the hardest thing men have when they're dealing with breakups, especially if the women broke broke up with them, is pride. Am I correct to think yeah, that? I like, agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Guys struggle yeah, with yeah I agree. With their level of pride. Yes. Yes, I agree, hundred percent. I mean, we're very prideful. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because when you with a yeah, woman, sure. you know what I'm saying? That's you feel like that's yours. And at the end of the day, like you, you may have it in your mind, like we're gonna be in this thing forever, in our mind, because. If statistics say men don't usually walk away from relationships, the women do. Like if you're married, men not leaving their family. The divorce rate is is very high, and women are the ones who are. Uh, yeah, they're quick to leave right? for div divorce. So, so it takes a lot for a man to walk away from his family. It takes a lot. Like, you know, we can be unhappy. We can be going through a lot of shit internally. Shit, we could be getting feeling like unappreciated, but we're not leaving. We're going to stay and ride that shit out. But when that woman say she ain't happy, she's she gone, bro. She, <laughs> like, she, she's exiting, bro, without even no possible talks of, hey, let me try to work it out. Like, they don't think like that. We do. We like, man, look, man, we're not trying to we're not trying to lose at nothing in life. But y'all say, huh? What about you, Brad? Hmm. Man. No, you don't think pride is something that you struggle with during breakups? Nah, uh, well, with me in my lifetime, I, I always do the breaking up. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, so it ain't, you know, and, it, and that don't have nothing to do with pride. It just be, you know, something that I'm not willing to accept. Right. And I'm, I'm very quick at cutting off something that I'm not willing to accept. So, uh, but I've seen men who have been hurt. It's true, Trina. They probably have been hurt when they get broke up with for whatever reason. Yes. I want to I want to add some too, Erica, to to your statements that you had said earlier. I think that life is the best teacher. 
I mean, it teaches you so much. And I think a reason why so many people fail is they stop taking notes. I mean, life is the best teacher, man. I mean, there's no teacher in this world that's better than life. Mm-hmm. Life is going, you're going to have some ups, you're going to have some downs. But if you just keep taking notes, you will learn to figure some shit out. But some people just stop taking notes, bro. Some people, and you want to know how you failed in regular class? The motherfuckers just didn't show up. Some people don't even care to take notes. They don't even care to ask questions. You know, when if you had a hard time understanding a learning, a learning thing, a learning problem, what they would tell you to do, sit your ass at the front of the class. And if you didn't understand, raise your hand. The same thing about life. If you don't understand some shit, man, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to let people know, hey, I don't understand this shit, man. I need help. That's where the therapy comes in. At. That's what that self-work that Erica's talking about. Understand, man, it's half of this shit is effort. Willing to put in that effort to pass. To yeah, and, and you, can, you can recognize when the effort is not put in no more. You know, you can recognize like, you know, like you stopped getting those good morning texts or, you know, stuff like that. It's just the effort is starting to like deplete itself. And so, yeah. I mean, you can recognize the flags and stuff. So, but like uh, Trina was saying, uh, uh, the comment up ahead, she said, <laughs> we're only, we, we only know what we're allowed to know. You know what I'm saying? We don't know everything, you know, pap. Uh, it's right. just a, yeah, he haven't came out and said anything or whatever, so you know, saying right, that's, that's why earlier I was like, Wait, what? Because only reason being is that what I think is so fascinating, and again, you know, I always joke about y'all the algorithm, the feed, and what I see. I don't see that much of all of this stuff that goes on, like, I might get the shade room here periodically, but if I find it so <laughs> fascinating how people obsess and focus on celebrity lives, like. That's These true. are people at the end of the day. That's so true. We don't know what they do. Like <laughs> the, the difference, the difference between like me. Well, I mean, I, I don't post consistent like my story, like, and I'm sharing things. <laughs> the difference between me and them is that they're famous because they they went on a, a platform to make them more well known. But her life is no more different than mine in the sense to where like we only vary in the fact that she put herself out in a more public setting than me having a more private lifestyle. And so it's like, you guys, like even when they start talking about the Jenny Ma and what's his name, Jeezy? Yeah, Jeezy. Or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. like, oh my God, we can't believe it. I'm like, but y'all don't know what happened behind closed doors. Like, what's this fascination? Hey, I didn't tell you, Erica. Well, no, but what to me, what it goes to at the end of the day, and it's nothing personal against people who have this fascination, it's just like, Y'all don't have enough in your own personal lives at times to keep you to keep you preoccupied with yourself, <laughs> where you're fixated on the relationships of others who, in, in, at the end of no day, do nothing but they don't pay your bills. They don't benefit you in any way. If anything, they take from you, especially if you wanted the Beyonce cult members paying a thousand dollars for tickets. Like they <laughs> don't. They're gonna they come at you. Money. Yeah, you better be careful. Oh, man. So what is this focus? You know. Hey. I'm going to be real with y'all. Now, at the end of the day, I mean, I don't really care about the celebrities and stuff like that, because at the end of the day, if you're married, you're going to go through the same problems, whether you're a celebrity, whether you're a regular person. This shit ain't hard to figure out. Them problems are the same. Like I say, the people that's trying to solve the problems are different, but the problem is the same. Some people may take a look. The problems do get harder when you live your life on a public platform. I mean, that, that may be true, but that's a choice, Erica. That's a choice. No, 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 but I'm just saying, if you just think about it, they if you choose to live your life on a public platform, you okay. subject yourself to more scrutiny dating versus like having I, like, I disagree because you got Denzel Washington and his wife, they've been married for a long time. 
And they don't and, have to be posting like that. Like, but that's what I just like said. That. It's a choice. How you choose to go about your marriage is up to you. If you want to be in the spotlight, if you want to do that and keep your marriage in the spotlight, that's on you. If you want to be just like, I've seen Denzel Washington in a lot of things, but I'd rather see his wife, but he always honor and he always carry himself in a certain way. I about that son it, until that it, son got on the TV show. I was like, is that know. an age factor though? Because you know Denzel like sixty, so you know. I mean, like, there there are certain there's other people that I could point out too. You have Omar Epps. You have him, you know him and his wife. You have a certain couple of people that before they went into the Hollywood, they had a a certain goal or a expectation for self, like how I want to go, how I want to move in this industry. There are certain people that do it for fame. There are certain people that do it for fortune. There are certain people that just hey, it's a job, just like anything else. Like yeah. I got a job to do. And that's all. I, it pays the bills. And when you when you tack it that way, you try to keep things normal, man. Yeah, you may make more money than me, but at the end of the day, the problems that I face and the problems that you know any a normal human being face is going to come up in a in a famous person life as well. I'm serious. Money doesn't erase problems. No, I, I think, don't. I think money money doesn't about. erase the common factors that go into relationships. And that, that, and, that, and like you said, that it, it fascinates me how these people has like, oh, I can't believe this. I'm like, you guys, they're still human beings at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, let's let, so let's move on to the um, that's that pertains to it. Do you believe in a prenup? Oh, you already know what I said about this last time. <laughs> well, I didn't yes. hear. Go ahead, Erica. I didn't hear. Yes. yes. Oh, because, I did remember that. I do remember yes, what you said. I do remember me, that. Because for, for me, like my my lifestyle has always been around taking care of my family. So like my sister, my brother, my mom, everything else that I work for right now impacts, like any, any decision or choice I do right now impacts like my mother in the future when she, like she's in retirement, things of that sort. So my life is structured naturally about being a provider for my family. That's how I was raised. I provide first for my family. So if a guy, you and a guy get serious and y'all get to that stage and it's time to get married, y'all are signing a prenup. Yeah, I have no problem. No if problem. he don't suggest it, then y'all not getting it. No, 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 no. We gonna do a prenup, and then for me, yeah. we oh, know okay. that it's you know that for me, like marriage is not the first first thought for me. I've always been in the provider mindset. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that, like for me, it doesn't mean that I'm not open to it, but it's not like it's not a focus in my life. Like someone like, oh my god, I don't have a husband. I'm not married yet. No, that's it. Like me, I don't even want children. Okay, I want to adopt. I'm fine with that. I don't. I don't even want to have children. My my role growing up since the age of 19, I've always been groomed to be a provider, make sure my mom's straight, you know, make sure whoever, like, make sure my sister is straight. And then from here, making sure that, you know, both my dad and my father, everyone's okay. But to me, a prenup, I view it as just only protecting the others who have assets or investments with me. That's the Erica. only way I view a prenup. Erica, I, can I, I say this? I, Erica, Erica I got a question for you, Erica. I mean, right. just hearing you talk and hearing, I mean, would it be a fair question to say maybe when you're dealing with guys, maybe they feel like you don't have room for them? Like, you know, you I hear, I'm hear i hearing you talk and no. hearing you say different things that you have to do and you're a provider, but it seems as if you don't have room for a man in your life right now. So maybe, do you no. have you ever felt that, that a man maybe felt that way? No, because any relationships that have been in, like our, our fellow friend here, Brad, I have ended those relationships. They have not ended those relationships. I'm not talking about ending. I'm talking about no, beginning. But what, I, what I mean is that my thing is like, again, I have the role, like I've always been like a provider, but it does not change the fact that I, in my spirit, am like a single domesticated housewife. 
at the end of the day. Like I know the role. It's God, man, woman, and then family. That does not change. It's just that mm. I have not met someone yet that I, uh, that has been equally yoked, okay. so to speak. All so right. I don't, I don't have a problem with submission at all. And you don't have a problem with submission. Ooh, that hey, I think that's a good segue, Floyd. Shout out to the traditional women. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I love that. That that was a good way to uh, go yeah. to the next segue. That's that's what I was getting because I mean, when you start, like you was trained to be a provider and stuff like that, and when you meet mm-hmm. a man that's actually a provider, are you willing to submit? And the thing is, because you've been providing so so long, yeah, hard. hard to gotta, go yeah, is it hard. hard to just cut that off? You know. You know, and 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 doing that, she she got to think about that because no, I don't think that's no, easy. That's not no, easy. <laughs> so, so this is the thing, I don't think that it's hard and hard doing it at all because the things that I have done, especially when working with my, has been in a business sense. It doesn't change anything. It's no different than any man getting into a relationship and he has these assets and these business and other things going on, so to speak, and he wants to prenup with that woman to protect that because guess what. Those investments are with other partners. So my mindset is that because there are others that impact that are impacted by my personal lifestyle decisions, i.e. marriage, I would want to make sure those stay separate to protect those who are part of that investment. Then have to worry about them being, being impacted. Say I get a divorce or whatever, and he wants 50% and all this other stuff, and I have to sell so, so many assets, i.e. homes, business, or whatever, because he gets 50-50 or whatever. So mm-hmm. by doing that prenup, it it's not in any way negating him or making him think any lesser. That is specifically me taking into consideration of those who I already have obligations with <laughs> on a business level. If I didn't have any of that, no, I wouldn't do a prenup. But I'm doing okay. it in the sense that I have to protect the interests of those who have take who've gone out and taken a chance on me, who have loyalty to me, who we've done and we've collaborated and done different things with to protect our investments at the end of the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a question for you. I don't know if you can. You you can. I don't know if you want to answer that or not. I am thirty eight. Okay, Addison. Okay, we got we got another one. Every 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 week, it's always somebody that's intrigued with Erica. Yeah, she uh, she hey she comes across very intriguing. <laughs> she uh, yeah, very intriguing to the mind. Yeah, and like I does. said, it's with her, very intriguing with her answers. But Floyd, I. Are we on this question right there? Yeah, bro? let's go ahead. Yeah, yes. Independent women struggle with submitting to a good man. Oh, no, uh, I'm, uh-huh. no. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the lead on this one, okay. man. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say this. Um, independent women do struggle with with submitting to a good man because I think a lot of times it's a respect issue. I think a lot of them don't they be on the same level or they above that man. So a lot of times if they don't have the respect for them, it's hard for them to submit to you. And I, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen, you know, and they they always want to hit you with, you know, you, you ain't a man or they got a definition of what a good man is in their mind. And no matter how much you meet that that mark, you they're going to always move it. It's kind of like in sales. They always move the needle up. Yes. You hit that mark and it's always something higher. So for that woman... She has this expectation of what a good man is and I have a definition of what a good man is. And then it's like, damn, do you even know what a man is, period? Like, because none of the things that you saying a good man is have nothing to do with being a man. It's way beyond. So I think the submissive part, it should be there from the beginning. It doesn't have anything to do with Mm. the independence of a woman. It should be there. Just that's who you are at your core. 
whether you was independent, whether you was leaning on that man or not, being submissive is just something that's your nature. If if he's doing his part as a man. Now, I don't want you to submit to somebody that's not, you know, worthy of submitting to. But if he's taking care of his business and he's handling everything, it should be a natural, organic thing to submit. Uh, I'm going to give you some credit on what you said. Only so this is the thing. So being someone, I am independent. As we all know, yes, <laughs> yeah, we do. Know yeah, that. we know. So, so, the, so the thing I think we have to take consideration is like it's not that we struggle. We we do not struggle. The thing is, if you think about it, you have someone who has gone through all the trials and the tribulations and things of that sort. Which means, in the beginning, we're going to be a bit more intentional with establishing that connection with you, just to see like. Is this man qualified to be able to lead? Like, if you bad with finances, I'm not going to choose you. You get what I'm saying? So, like, it's not about struggling to submit, being someone who's independent like me. I'll, I'll happily say I'm blue in the face. It's about qualifying you in the beginning because I've already gone through all the tests, all the trials, all the struggles to know, like, this is what I do know for a fact. Basic basic principles i don't even have to be attracted to you you could just be a friend that can make this assessment on how you are with certain decisions and the thing is we're more aware of that in the beginning versus somebody who might come in a little bit more naive and they focus on potential versus on focusing on what you show me because like for me i focus on what you show me i don't focus on potential yeah i just i just think you know like i, I think it's like a a, a reputation too like representation <clears throat> because you know like that female like you know she shows that she's independent and strong and like other women see her like that and i just think like when she does meet that good man it's like you know like her reputation of being strong and independent you know yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's not there no more now she's submitting and now the women that was those females that was looking at they'd be like oh okay you know yeah and i think a lot of women want to have that reputation as i'm strong i'm independent i don't need a man and when they do get that good man it's like all that goes away and i don't think they want that aura right to leave them because you know of, of, of what that looks like to other people but that's, I, a, I, that's, a, level of that. that's a level of dominance that's just I, not natural in a relationship like I, for me what happens in a relationship is between me and my man i don't care what these other people think but I'm saying, Erica, what you, what I'm what I'm saying, yeah. what I, most people take submission submissive as a sign of weakness, and yes. they most no. women think because I submit that means I'm weak. It's mm -hmm. like if I submit to you, that means this. I mean, they don't take it like if I submit, that's just you know, like you told me earlier about the hierarchy. If you really know the hierarchy, that's how it's supposed. To, I ain't gonna say supposed to be, but that's what the Bible says. And it should be your natural order of business. Like for me as a man, I know what God wants me to do, to be a protector, provider, a leader. There's certain things that I know I have to do in my marriage and, you know, in my relationship. Even if I wasn't married, there's a certain walk that I know I need to have as a man for my children. Mm -hmm. Take away marriage just as a man. Certain things I know I need to do for my children to lead and guide them in the right direction because they're looking at me. So that doesn't change. It doesn't matter what person I date or anything. That line stays the same for me. And what I was telling you so many times, people change the needle. They change the, the mark. Like they keep moving it up higher and higher or to the left, to the right. And women do that all the time. Well, I submit to you if you did this. I submit to you if you were doing that. Like, why do it always have to be a stipulation or something to why you don't submit? Lack of trust in a relationship. 
I'm just saying, I mean, whether it's trust or whatever, it's always, it's a different, it's like a curveball. It's always moving. It can never be just a straight, just a straight thing. It never could be just direct. Mm -hmm. Always got to change. This gets to something I've been seeing trained as a topic lately, talking about um, conditional versus unconditional, where now, you know, where they say that men are now more so in relationships where they're the ones viewed as unconditional and women have become more conditional. I would say back then, if you had asked this question like years ago, I'd like, no, 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 no. I can see in today's society where with women, unfortunately, because of allowing others to influence your decision, have your thinking. And then because we live on such a public platform in general with social media, it is more conditional. It has become more conditional um, for a woman to be in a relationship with a man and vice versa. Because, like, as they've shown that women have been initiating more divorces than men as of late. But but what this also brings is to me, again, as I'm going to put it, like, I know you cannot predict a person. You don't know every element. I think that at the end of the day, like, when you talked about the hierarchy, I think if people stop focusing on the fact that it says, like, this is one, two, three, four, and understand that that is still very fluid, but that's generally the sense. So it's like God, man, woman, and then family. I think people have to stop thinking that there's a, there's a level of like, of like demeaning, like a, it's diminishing one's level because like, I'm not the first, I'm not God. I'm not the man. I'm the woman. You're not number three. It's just telling you the level at which you know, you're a priority. To me, that puts more of an obligation on a man, which allows me to be able to submit more because women, no offense, we are able to connect more emotionally. But that emotion in so many aspects in today's time, I believe has been removed and has been about more of like transactional. So the emotion is leaving the relationship and transactions is coming into. So what can you do for me transactionally, not emotionally, where we have to get down to, get down and make that more of the topic because that's what we're seeing more of it's not that but, it's not there it's where people are being like in so many ways trained or trained, conditioned, yes. conditioned, conditioned yeah. to think that that's the focus and it's not transact transactional because at the end of the day money's gone money can run out that house can burn down that car can blow up you know, you just never know. I know that sounds kind of rough, but it can catch on fire or whatever. But the thing is, it's more the emotional connection and the trust that you have with your partner. But, but Erica, you see, you, you're on a good good segue. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you just said is kind of going back to that first uh, topic that we discussed about the music industry. And you said, like, you know what I'm saying, right, 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 right now is a transaction. Every woman today with the music industry, it's, it's a transaction. What can you do for me? I'm willing to pop this, what they, what the girls say, make that butt clap or whatever, make them cheeks clap. If mm-hmm. you can give me such and such amount of money, you can get anything now if you had the money in your pocket to pay for it. She, there's so many women I didn't see degrading themselves. If a man willing to give them a, a, little, a couple of dollars, 40 bucks, that boy can say. 40 bucks can get you some sloppy toppy. 40 bucks. Ugh, I hate that. I'm just saying, this is what we cheaper than that in some places. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, so, 20, this damn, is, $20. This is where we at today. <laughs> and so, therefore, the industry has promoted. <laughs> I mean, I'm being real with you. The industry has promoted this type of stuff. These are what women are saying they'll do. He, like Cardi B talks about it every time on her songs about giving head. But I mean, at she the end got, she got famous for that, though. That's how she got famous, though. Eh? I mean, this thing, she got famous for it, but this is what you have to understand. And and then, like, I always tell you, I have a particular group of women that I 
that that's why when y'all talk about most women, I'm like, I, I really they're not telling you, they're not telling you. The way we all care ourselves and things of that sort, we are very mindful. So when it comes to that, like us, like people have to understand what's entertainment and what's real life. You have people who are not making that distinction. Doesn't make most women, it just also goes to show you the level of awareness or self-work and things done with oh, oh. to make these girls more cognizant to the Hold fact on, Ken. Okay. What? Let me say, Erica, you are tying men up and beating them. What do you mean? You, that's what you said. That's what you said in a conversation one time in a podcast that you wouldn't mind if your man wanted to be tied up and and, and you beat them. So what's no, the difference from we, that? And that from, conversation that is so you gotta be you gotta get back from in that particular conversation. This is when we were talking about fluidity within relationships. Oh, kids, she didn't say that. She said no. But listen, no, but listen, we were talking about people and people in the bedroom and sexual expression and having. Yeah. Dungeons. I'm like, there's a show on Netflix about sex dungeons or whatever. <laughs> so for me, it's like in the and you was down house, with it. And the thing is, if there's a certain <laughs> that my partner would want to have, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold. I'm not gonna it I have a limit. I have a limit. You was hog tied. Yeah, when he passed out, no, when he passed out, no, that's your limit. No, what I'm, what I'm saying is that if there are certain things, and like when you get into a marriage, you're committed with that person. There's things that you have to go and you have to spice it up every so often. If this is yes, something okay. that, if this is something that you know he was into. I wouldn't have a problem because <laughs> what happens between me and him is business. Now I'm not okay. now some of the stuff like I'm not gonna go into detail like using certain toys like uh, oh my god and all that stuff. No, there's certain things I just wouldn't do. Yeah. But you have to understand like sex is a very fluid thing, and it should be mm -hmm. extremely more fluid in a marriage in a union. You guys should want to explore. You should want to connect. It allows you to test limits and do <laughs> that brings you to a good place. Yes, there are some hard no's. There are some okay. hard no's. Hey, look. Excuse me. We were talking about. We were just talking Go ahead, Brad. Go ahead, Brad. Let Brad. Let Brad. I just want to know. I just want to know. Did I get? Do I get a chance to answer the question? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Brad. Okay. Yes. Yes, you do. One mm hundred. -hmm. Well, this is a this is a modern woman problem. Let me be very clear. A modern woman problem, not an independent woman problem. Modern Thank woman you, problem. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So let's put it in proper perspective. Modern women have a problem submitting to men mm. because a, a traditional woman does not. Okay. Hey, I like and I'm going to leave it like that. And traditional is not barefoot and pregnant, just for the record. No, traditional, traditional is not barefoot and pregnant. <laughs> but you got you got the, the modern women is trying to kill that traditional type shit that's going on. I mean, they 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 you know they ain't trying to do what their moms did and all that. No, they not. They, they, no, no, it's a new era, bro. Yeah, that modern they, woman today. I mean, I'm I'm gonna give her an age. I'm gonna say from 25 to to 38. I'm oh no! How about how about there's modern women past 40? Oh, for real, bro? All right, well, 40 then, goddamn. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, above 40. Above 40. It's some of them in their 50s and still modern women. Ooh. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Twerking and everything. Yeah. Oh, you know what, Brad? You're right. Yeah. Bro, my bad. My bad. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I, I, I increase that number. And let's, I and be, let's be all the way honest about it. Because yeah. I was in a party recently and I saw this with my own eyes. There were some women in their early 20s 
who were being more dignified, more classy, and more respectful than the women who were above 35 in that party. You can mm. tell what mama's mm. doing the work and what mama's doing. Real talk. Hey, I get it, bro. Leave it like, like that. I get it. Uh, Addison said that's why he extra age. I don't know what he's getting with that, but he said that's why he extra age or whatever. I'm gonna be Erica just appealing to everybody. Hey, no, I know, right? Hey, hey, Floyd, I seen this comedian, bro. I seen this comedian. I have it was funny, bro, because you said it, it made me laugh. Uh, what's old boy name? Uh, Country Wayne. He yes, has his Country Wayne. He got his Netflix special. I heard it was trash. It, it wasn't really, it wasn't really, wasn't really that funny. But he had, he had this one little part that was kind of funny because it, we talked about it before on the show, and we was talking about how like women, you know, some women want a nigga to choke them and stuff. And he was talking about like, oh yeah, I post that pic on a page. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had it. He was like, that's not him. He's like, because you know, what I'm saying he don't want to ever have to feel like he choking a motherfucker. And something that actually happened, and she like, yeah, choke me harder or something. So. He, that part I can relate to. He said that shit shouldn't. He said I ain't doing that shit. He's like motherfucker want me to choke him and whatever. So it was just having that conversation and seeing how different men view that part. Like some women find that as attractive, or some women. And I've seen a situation on the news one time where the dude, the, the dude killed the woman. He choked her. Mm-hmm. He strangulated and it was in the closet. It was some probably it's in Florida or something. Cause you know crazy shit happened in Florida. But yeah, yes. <clears throat> so, but like I said, like the new Florida. Huh? Texas has been trying to act like the new Florida. I, yeah, I know we do some dumb, dumb shit too, but a lot of shit be <laughs> far off the wall. It always happened in Florida, but that situation happened. And you know, and I say like some people take sex to a whole nother level when it's supposed to be enjoyable, you're not supposed to be hurtful or harmful. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to sit here and talk about pouring hot cheese on me, that shit don't no. register, <laughs> that shit don't no register to, look, that doesn't register as something I want to do. You feel me, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> can I pull this on you? No, you can't. Like, yeah, you can't pull no hot cheese, hot, hot cheese shit. Hot syrup. That shit don't make me think or, or this is gonna be wax. good. Yeah, that, like nah, that. like that shit doesn't. There's you know what's that shit? <clears throat> that, we, that is confirmed already in that setting. Okay. Yeah, what's that? What is Eric? What's that show? Fifty Shades of Grey or some shit? Yeah. I remember people was talking about that show, bro. I never. Yeah, I remember they was talking about that movie. I they, was, they, everybody, they, 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 it was crazy. The series and I watched it. Yes. Yeah. Look, you see Hold that See, you see that? What I'm talking about, friend? Got excited. You see what I'm saying, What? She but, was happy. But Ooh, see, oh, again, it's a fine. Bro, it's that a, shit is weird. The book, bro. the book was way better than the movie, but it was it was a really good book series. I really liked it. A, a very exciting. <laughs> I, I get just excited if you guys talk about Twilight. Or if you guys talk about damn uh, miracle book, yeah, damn miracle book, yeah, damn. Okay. Oh, jeez. I wanted to say, like, you know, it's a yeah. fine line when when a when a female says she when they say they like to be choked. So I mean, when during sex, because sometimes they be like, when y'all arguing and, and he choking, you be like, ooh, you know what I'm saying? So like, no, not arguing. No, it's during mm. certain moments. It's during. It's during the. There's like certain things during an intimacy level that there are certain ex- exceptions that you would not do outside of the bedroom. Okay, so like if you getting disrespectful and he just sitting there taking it, and he just like you know what I'm tired of shit and just 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 give you a little choke. You ain't gonna be like, oh, okay, all right. No, you should not be talking to me during a conversation. We should be talking like adults. Nobody should be raising their tones. We need to talk about it. it it's too many. It's too many white lines in that part, bro. It's, it, it, it's like a guy it's, has it's, a hard time. She has to give you the permission to choke like, me. Yes. 
like a general conversation. It's like that's two different dynamics. Yeah, yeah. You back to Erica, it just gotta be like choke me, and he like, okay, I'm gonna choke your ass. But then you can't you can't do no little soft choke. They'll be like, uh uh-uh, uh, you gotta choke me hard. Like, <laughs> no, okay, you don't know. Me. All right, you, all right, you wanna pass out then? Fuck. <laughs> are you are you guys talking about like intimacy? Or are you talking about a conversation? You talking about intimacy, right? Yeah. I've been saying this shit I'm weird, bro. Period. Is is a we would never understand. That's why I say like we're different. Like us three men yeah, on this panel. Like, it, it's just like Brad, you choking her if if a female say, "Hey, choke me," you choking her, Brad. No, because I'm not a killer. That's not what I do. I don't. This, I don't. This I don't do also, that. This is also talking about prefer- preferences. Preferences and no, Ken, don't even talk about it because of who you prefer. To this, this generation has a lot of preferences that I am not it's getting jiggy with. Like, it's no. a preference between those two, two consistent adults discussing what they allow. Yeah, Erica, it's just weird, them. man. Y'all, this generation has brought a lot of shit into the sex game and they put it in music that we shouldn't even never even fuck with. Mm-hmm. Like when it, no, I'm being honest. It started like when they started talking about that eat the shit like groceries. That's the first time I really started hearing people talk about eating people booty on air. Trash in the mouth has never been cool. Yeah, that's when people yeah, started man, talking about eating eat ass. And, and guess what, Erica? Then you had uh the rapper. What's y'all the better watch what, emergency? Y'all better watch what's what's the rapper name that was talking Kevin about Gates. it? Uh what's that dude name from Louisiana? Everybody be talking Kevin about him. Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. He was talking about it, and it every all now all the thug dudes like, oh shit, I eat booty like Kevin Gates now because Kevin Gates said it. Now you doing it? Suspect. That's what I'm saying. So it's that's how it started. The music industry started making it cool to do certain things in the bedroom that you talk about, supposed to stay private, but they're talking about it on the air. The industry is promoting this filth. But, it but all we, goes back to the we, music industry, though, Erica. That's have, what I'm trying but, to say. But no, but when we have these conversations. I don't care about the music industry. I'm talking about in general, normal, everyday people stuff because the people who but, where you think it started stuff, from though? They're gonna try this shit. No, but that's what they allow them to influence them. Like me, I'm not gonna let some like I couldn't even tell you the latest song by like. Erica, I would tell you this. But but no but no but my my thing is that if you go with the mindset that there's such a strong influence in your life on social media, not my life. The no, young I'm, adults, like it's a lot of it, people's it, lives. It's a lot of people lot, but, that but, the music has influenced, Erica. You right. can look at the way the girls are walking and talking. The music has influenced these young ladies. No, and again, that again is a love. That again is another assessment of their level of insecurity, their level of self thought, self worth, and things of that sort. That's on them. And it's not just today. It's a lot though. It's not even just the young ladies. Look at the young men. All these young guys now. Letting the music industry dictate how they move, how they talk, how they dress. It's a lot of young men out here. It's a lot of 16, 17 year olds in jail trying to be something they're not based off of the music industry. I, I think and the music industry, not not to right. not not to go, go, go off point, but the music industry is influencing even the drug use. Because be honest with you, like with Percocets, uh, motherfucker didn't know what Percocets was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Now you hear it in all the music, and now you're hearing, now you're seeing kids and, and teenagers I mean, and adults you, popping Percocets. But if, if you if you really want, if you want me to be devil's advocate, or I hope this don't come back on me when I say this, devil's advocate. Back then we had slavery; we could be controlled out on the cotton field, things of that sort, in the mass talk. All social media is is a new form of control. It's a new form of slavery, 
at the end of the day, if you think about it, you mm-hmm. control these people's mindset, their way of thinking, things of the sort. They couldn't, like I said, when you allow someone to start thinking for themselves, that is very powerful and in turn can become viewed as something that's inferior. So if you're throwing this out there and people are taking it, those are the weak. Those are the Erica, weak. Exactly. This, this, is a new, yes. this is a new form. If you think about it, like a new form of slavery, it's just social media slavery. If you think about it, controlling people's mindsets, want to have them think, but it's on them to want to expand their thought process and think for themselves. Erica, but you own it. You own it, but you're not taking ownership of it. You're saying everything. The music industry is doing everything that you're but saying. I'm not taking ownership. I'm acknowledging. No, I'm saying take ownership and say that the music industry is doing this to the young kids. To the, that's all I'm trying to get you to say. Like because, the music industry no, is doing it, this. At the end of the day, it starts in the home. If the parents are not working, to, just like how our parents talk with us, Mo, and what's crazy, I saw something the other day that was so accurate. We heard talking about the industry. If we go back and, you know, I got the vinyls. If you go back and you go listen to all those old songs, honey, them lyrics was just as nasty, but more clever for and everything else. But we didn't turn out the way that we turned out. The only difference I'm is just, that- I don't agree. Teddy P, Teddy P wasn't talking like, like, uh, fucking- Usher or what was Chris Brown? Teddy P wasn't talking like that. Al Green wasn't talking like that. Marvin Gaye wasn't talking like that. I mean, I'm being honest with you. That was real music back then. You even can't tell me even with none of them were talking about Tank. Okay, no, but I'm saying let's use Tank. They would just let's use Tank. I don't care about Tank. I don't. I think I'm dirty with him. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. No, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Oh, sorry, but I'm just on it. It just R and B was different back then, and I'm not saying that they didn't talk about shit. But like, okay, because we we all know who Betty Wright is. Betty Wright was talking about her first time. She said it in a way that was so nice. She said it in a way that didn't say pussy, didn't say nothing like that. But right. we all understood that she was saying that was her first time having sex. It was in a way that was classy. It was a way that made you as a young man. I didn't know what the fuck she was but- talking about. You can't pick and choose just because I'm not picking and choosing. I'm no, just no, telling no. you what I'm, what I'm saying is that it was talked about in general, so we can't pick and choose. Oh, because the way it was said, either it's said or it's not said. What I'm saying is, you got to understand at the end of the day, it was talked about, it was like not even in rap back then. There's to be some Eric, crazy lines. like, and I don't eat, and like, again, I told you, I will listen to old hip hop before I will listen to new hip hop, and the way that they come out now they're just like why do i need to have censorship they talked about it back then like it would but with this generation we use well let's talk about what they said back then if you think about it if you really think about it it's just yeah being clever with your words but it was still talked about now there's no filter that's it that's the only difference there's no filter how how do you feel about this bread am i correct uh i can't i can't compare i'm not going to compare uh noise pollution to real music I, that's something that my artistry and and me as an artist would not allow myself to do. Uh, back in the day, yeah, they had artists who talked about all kinds of stuff, but it wasn't on a scale like how it is today. Today is being promoted because we have this engine called the Internet and we have social media that spins stuff around and we have an ag- algorithm. And so stuff, you know, what I'm saying certain stuff we are allowed to see. And the stuff that's important for us to see right. is the stuff we have to go look for. Right. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, <laughs> not to get away from the, the the point of the subject where we was talking about independent women 
struggling uh to submit to a good man which i think we got way past that but i think we addressed no, it's it modern women struggling. i mean i mean yeah uh, i mean yeah brad he, he put the modern that women count. on there yeah that's we addressed true. it but that was the the subject of the matter but let's get on to uh let's get on to like the final subject uh um, and somebody asked me that's too. I was gonna bring it up on the last uh show okay. where we had the uh the panel. It was six of us. Oh, yeah. and they were dealing with uh having a work husband or a wife is considered cheating. So do y'all consider that cheating? Having a work husband because this the the term has popped up a lot. <clears throat> And I guess it's like, you know, uh, co-workers that are really friends with each other, right. a male and a female and stuff like that. And I guess they coined the term work husband. So is that <clears throat> cheating? Should your wife or should your boyfriend or something like that? Should just be focused on some work, not trying to be fraternizing with, you know, a certain person all the time? Do y'all think that's cheating? Well, it depends on what where you take it. Like, for instance, um, when I was working at Verizon one time, I had a friend that we were just friends, but we had a good relationship. We worked good together. And, you know, if I would take lunch, hey, you, you want something? I, you know, you want something to eat? I'll grab her something to eat. If she was to take lunch before me, she'd grab me something to eat. And it got to a point where we would do this all the time to where everybody thought, like, they that's the first time I ever heard that word. Oh, work. so you use, use the work husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, she, and then the thing is, I took it offensive because, like I said, I wasn't a husband. I had, you know, she had a yeah, husband. Yeah. We were just good friends. You know what I'm saying? We would just look out for each other. And and, and that relationship lasted shit to this day. Like, we cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? She ever need me as a friend. We friends. But it never was that. So I feel like if you keep everything in its perspective, if it's person not if a person is insecure of that relationship that you have, but just you spend more time with the people at work than you do really at home. Cause every day I was with this person every day for hours. Mm -hmm. So I spent so much time with her. We just developed, we just had, you know, good chemistry as far as friends. Uh, so I do believe it could cross the line if you allow it to, if you don't have the respect for each other to, to where you allow it to go past that. Mm -hmm. then it could become that, but that's on the individual. You got to know boundaries. You got to understand like, if we, if we friends, we friends. If I want to smash, that's something totally different. If we talk my fucking, but that's the respect that y'all have from day one is going to be cut and dry. Like, if you my friend, you my friend. If you, you know, if you something else than that, then it's cheating. I like I like what Shawana said. She was like, um, she was like, if they're doing and saying things that they won't do and say in front of their spouse. I agree. I agree. A hundred percent. She said, if it's sneaking, Shauna, yeah, yeah. If it's sneaking, it's cheating. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, my bad, my bad, Shauna. And see, and the, and the thing about that, bro. Hey, hey, bro. The thing is, like, I knew, old girl. You know, what I'm saying, like, I husband, I would speak to him. You know, speak to me. But what, what, what she said is one hundred percent right. If it's, if you want to have that conversation, like, I would go to the house and cook and crawfish and stuff like that. But I agree, hundred percent with you. If you can't do what you would do in, you know, in front of that person's spouse, then it's cheating. Yeah, facts. But I got her name all fucked up. I, I messed it up. I knew as soon as I said it, I said shit. Man, but anyway, uh, Bear, yeah, Bear, he he agrees. Um, she said if it's sneaking, it's cheating. We we all agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I I think so, man. I think I I just don't, you know. And I also think, you know, as far as uh, 
one person is gonna get a little bit more serious, man. It, I, it, I don't after a time, I think one person is gonna be like, you know, man, look. Oh. That's why I say, Florida, it's just how you started. Like, if you already liked that person from the beginning and you went in with something else on your mind, then I feel like you always had that to try to get in good with or to try to slide yeah. in. But if you just genuinely just being nice and genuinely just being a friend, you won't ever cross that line. It's kind of like one of Erica homeboys that just playing a role to try to be that cool homeboy and just waiting for no, his opportunity to no, holler. No, no, no. So let me. So, so one <laughs> say, like if I had if I had to pick like all, like my close close friends, like he is number one, and we met and we got cool at work. We had to pass the vibe check to make sure, like, okay, is this person really cool in the office? Things of the sort. I know the wife. I know the kids. Like we were all Facetime. Like there was nothing to hide. And the coolest thing about it is that. He actually is probably one of the reasons why, like, I might be extremely more particular. Like, when I joke about the committee, like, he's somebody that would be on my committee if, if there's somebody I'm seriously considering for a long-term relationship. Because it's like, knowing him, he's giving me the inside secrets. Like, for me, I like to immerse myself more so around married couples. And he's giving you the person. Steve Harvey game. Yeah, sure. I, 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 I was like, I don't okay. I was like, so you know, like, so like, I, like, I have a good number of close friends who are all, all married, and then and, and a couple of times they was like, you know what, we don't do the single people, but you can come, you invited. Like, like, even I've had some of my friends tell me that, like, even though you're single, you you can always come over, things of that sort. But like, he gives me like a good insight, like, and be able to learn from them from their relationship. So when I go in and I'm hearing about certain things with like in his relationship and stuff and I'm trying to get like a different mindset it actually makes me change my train of thought because guess what I'm not married so I don't know until I get in that relationship and mm -hmm. he even has helped me to be like you know what I'm I, in this in this situation I realized I probably would have been a bit more stern if I would have cut that person off but I got to be more open you know and that's all from having this close relationship with this person from work, who is like, I consider him to be like a brother at the end of the day. Like a brother. Okay. Really, really cool. And it's like free game. Free game. Like, And that's the one thing. If anybody asks me, being single or whatever, what is the best advice I would give? For me, I love to surround myself around people who are in healthy, happy relationships. And that doesn't mean that everything is always peachy. Like me and Ken. Me and Ken been cool for so many years. He's married. Ken, uh, Floyd, as long as I've come to yeah, know can't you. introduce me yeah, to you so yes we've been yeah you know and like me i've always immersed and you came over around right around couples because the thing is is like when you look at the long term the end game is to be able to have that established connection with someone but we don't get the instructions on how to get to that point and so when you get to watch and experience and learn from other couples it kind of gives you like i'm not gonna say the cheat codes but it gives you a little bit of a preview of what to expect and that's when they say marriage is hard. Like, no, it's definitely hard. Like, it's truly hard. But you got to stay committed to make it out because there are more good days than bad days. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. So all my married friends are pretty much former coworkers. <laughs> Brad, what you what you thinking about it, man? Well, yeah. I mean, how would you feel, man, if you found out like your girl had a, a work husband and stuff, man? Y'all would feel disrespected. Uh. I only heard about this in this new generation because this did not exist in the 90s, uh, this type of terminology. Um, but, uh, you know, I could see how people view it as cheating, you know what I'm saying? Because it's outside of your relationship. 
So I understand that. For sure, man. Uh I think uh, uh before we get out of here, man, I, I think like like um like Shauna said, I think if uh if it's not discussed with your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend, then you know, uh I think it's like uh it's 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 close to cheating. It's damn near cheating, you know what I'm saying? You you hiding it, you're not discussing it. Uh, especially if y'all got each other number. Now, if y'all got each other number and y'all texting off work hours and stuff like that, then yeah, that's a little bit uh that's very disrespectful and stuff like that. But uh man, I, I I think we go uh I think we go close shop, man, on this um this Friday. I know Ken, you had said you was getting over COVID. Yeah, um, yeah, I had COVID like last week. Yeah, uh Addison, um, you know, he he asked a question earlier before we left. He was asking, was Erica single? Uh, he said he wasn't trying to holler. Just want to know. He was he not just, trying to holler. Addison was not trying to holler. He said he wasn't trying to. Uh, hold you he right. He said single disclaimer. Not trying to holler. That, Go ahead, Erica. Tell that man. Shit, just put it out there. Are you single or not, Erica? Look, for the people, <laughs> I'll put it. My last name is still Collins. That's all we're gonna say. Okay. Mm. <laughs> He said, yeah, yeah, Addison, you need to tap in, mo, man. We do this every Friday. Actually, we're going to be doing it next Friday again. So, man, just tap in. Appreciate your comment hey, man. and then Go everything. Go ahead, Ken. What I was going to say, bro, like, I don't know how old Addison is, but, I mean, this show is pretty much for the mature. But, I mean, we're older people, and I love to be able to talk to, to the younger, to the youth. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, because some of, some of the things that we talk about, I mean, being honest with y'all, y'all going to face it. Y'all going to have these things that happen in your life mm -hmm. and some of these topics y'all may go back and, and, and re go back to floyd episode 10 it might be in episode 10 but the information is there for you like like cornbread said good information is hard to find mm -hmm. like they don't show it don't pop up like this pop huh 29 oh okay. still still young man you still you know you still mm -hmm. young uh but what i'm saying is this like this this podcast it's not everywhere in the world but it needs to be a lot of people could benefit from hearing different perspectives from different men you yeah, know what i'm saying a, you know we very much like you said it's a very mature yeah mature uh, conversations respectful and, and, conversation yeah. with different opinions yes like i mean we all we all say good things and we all have may have a different viewpoint but there be somebody out there that view like view things like bread they're gonna be somebody out there that view things like me there's gonna be a young lady that view things like erica Mm -hmm. Gonna be an, another young man that view things like Floyd. So I'm saying the information is good, and I always wanted to. This was one of my goals, man, because I, I look at Beaumont, I see the news, I mm -hmm. see different young men getting into trouble, killing mm -hmm. each other, and then when I find out the root of the shit, it'd be something so small. Had somebody just talked to that young man, had somebody just pointed him into a different direction and told him, "You don't have to take that route. Is another route that you can go, man. You don't have to pull the trigger." You can actually, you know what I'm saying, have a conversation. My door is open. All of these young men are looking for the same thing, bro, an outlet. Mm -hmm. Some of them can't rap, Brad. Some of them don't know how to rap. Right. Some of them, right. all they know is trouble. All they know is the streets. But if you get any of these young men to actually sit down and talk, I guarantee they're going to pour their heart out. And they and you're going to be like, damn, bro, it ain't. I didn't know you had all this to say. And then, you know, once they start talking, they start really telling you their life, their struggles, their issues, their insecurities. My daddy wasn't there, this and this and that. Mm -hmm. I don't have nobody. 
they really just be wanting somebody to talk to, man. Yeah, at the end of the day, like you said, <clears throat> all they want is attention and it's love. Attention and, and yeah. even though we talk about relationships and, and, and mental health and all that, what you still talking about, that kid wants attention and love. You know what I'm saying? Like, from a male perspective, from a, a female, for that father figure, they just want attention and somebody that's going to guide them the right way. And right. they're around so much negativity that, you know, they can't get that. And it's unfortunate. And then you see incidents like that on TV where some young man, 17, 18, then kills somebody. And now his whole life is in the, penitent in the penitentiary. You know what yep. I'm saying? I, I ain't going to be lying. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Before the show, I was driving home and, you know, the sun was setting and it was just like beautiful out there. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I was just thinking like, you know what I'm saying? I was just thinking of like those brothers that's just locked up that got life and they just can't Think see about that. things yeah. like that. They can't come outside and see those things no more. And people are throwing those things away, small things like that for small situations, man, that could have been avoided, that could have been talked over, you know what I'm saying? With And somebody, and it could have been your nephew, your, your niece or somebody who you could have just took the time out to talk to them. And they couldn't handle that situation that got them yeah. that time in jail. So and, and, and where and to piggyback off of that, like I've said on this show before, where we often fall short, and I mean, especially in our community, is that the things that we grow up in in our environment, we don't really question to think is it normal or not. Like the things that we grew up and saw every day in our own household. Like we we need to question everything like okay is the way that i grew up was actually normal like what was it like in other households things of that sort like what is actually considered normal which is still subjective at the end of the day but when you start asking those questions you find yourself where you're trying to learn more and expand your mindset because no offense like the one thing i used to always joke with ken about is like there's certain aspects of Beaumont where you have people who thrive in Beaumont and then you have people who just don't because there's such a small mindset in certain in certain environments. You need yeah, to ask yeah. those questions. You need to ask those questions and be like, is this normal? Just is and then not for Beaumont. Just like when you see the generations on the welfare system, the the grandma did it, the mama did it, the daughter did it. Like if mm -hmm. you just go down from each yes. one, because no one actively said is this natural or is this normal or is there more is there more outside of what mm -hmm. i grew up with in my own household and yes. that's always say i'm always thankful for my dad my stepdad because he taught me a whole different way of living since the age of like almost five like he met my mom five and he tr he raised me with people joke about it's like i was raised with asian tradition and customs but it made me think on a on a on a more broader on a more broader level in the sense to where like I wasn't bottled in like I I didn't always have this aggression and when it came to like learning about things within our own community that happened a little bit later but then I was just like I was thankful for it because my mind was so open I didn't feel limited I didn't feel like I had to fight with oppression because he fought every day him and my mom every day to keep us from not having to have that mindset like we had to prove something like there were things against us at the end of the day. Um, before we get out of here, Brad, you want to tell anybody what you tell the people what you got going on, man? Uh, Double Jeopardy is the next album coming out. Uh, the Bread Demic documentary is also coming out. The book Days of Way Back is also uh coming. Okay. Uh, Unpopular Honesty Thursday nights, BMT Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. Uh, okay. 
And about to hit that road and do some more performances, man. So look out, man. You know, no, it's, the it's road. You on the road. Yeah. yeah, man. You know, they, they want your boy back on stage, man. Okay, you know, and I, I, you know, <laughs> hey man, I gotta give them what they want. It's showtime now. So hey man, check be on the lookout, man. That's what's up. Erica, what's up with you? So life has been life, and you y'all know in the background. So, life has been life. So, so the podcast launch got postponed, but I am going to go for ahead sure. and push it for next month. So for confession our letter, which as we know, Floyd podcast is really big on like relationships and things of that sort. Mine is more like on self-work, just the individual themselves, things of that sort with fun topics. So I'm, I'm back at it, and I'm excited to get that st- series started, which will be called It Didn't Start With You, and that will be next month. And and before I get to you, Ken, uh, the podcast is about relationships, but, you know, uh, me and Ken, we have several conversations off of here, and it's more subjected towards the youth. And I think, like, uh, we need to have more com- – I think those conversations that we have on the phone need to be addressed as far as like on the podcast so yeah we're gonna start you know diving into like you know what i'm saying as far as youth and uh mental health and depression and all that type of stuff you know what i'm saying and just open it up to more because i ain't gonna lie we be having some great conversations bro that i'll be like bro this shit no. is like it's, it's therapeutic and stuff so uh we definitely go uh make that happen but uh Ken, man, what you got going on, man, before we get on out of here, man? Hey, bro, well, main thing with me, man, you know, uh, you pretty much touched on something that's a passion of mine, man. I want to try to make an impact. I don't know how much time I'm on this earth, but I feel the biggest impact for me to make is with the youth. You know what I'm saying? I, um, hi, I'm with my children. I thank God every day that I'm able to be a, a good father figure, but I want to reach out further than just my circle. I want to, you know what I'm saying, impact people that, you know what I'm saying, that don't have a father in their life that's looking that's lost uh so i've actually i'm probably going to reach out to aj turner and you know come up with some ideas and tell them how we can impact the community better uh because those are things that always i had a passion for at an early age man of how how can i help how can i help the, the next generation um and it's killing me every day you know and a lot of people that know me on facebook you know i'm always passionate about my town my area where i'm from you know what i'm saying but you know i can only impact my 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 place before I can make a global impact. So let me start with Beaumont first before I can kind of move on to anywhere else. Let me start in my hometown because shit, that's that's my passion. Uh, but also, I mean, I want to get back to designing, designing clothes, and yeah, you was doing your clothing for a long yeah, time. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I want to get back to that. Uh, that's a passion for me as well. And uh, so I want to start picking up my paintbrush and painting. Those are things that I've been thinking about. You know, as I Go to 41. I gotta find some things to do with Ooh, my yeah. time. Yeah, I know. Now that I'm making 41, man, I want to do some things like that. And uh just to clear my mind, man. And you know, time, time, time waits on nobody, man. Yeah, hey Ken, Alpha Dean, uh, yeah, you should link up with him. Um, uh, we did something last year as uh we did like a community, uh, we fed the kids and stuff like that. He came out there, he has like a, a football um league and team that you know uh for kids and stuff like that he does a lot of stuff with the community too and after then i think i still got your number bro i'm gonna inbox you man because i want to talk to you about a few things too. yeah bro and like uh, i don't know bro i don't know if i told you like i was coaching uh, like a little league team a little t-ball team mm-hmm. and then i coached the coach pitch league and you know i didn't go out there with the expectation of coaching but the impact and seeing how much other people didn't know like parents had other people out there they was looking for volunteers nobody wanted to volunteer and then whenever they did find somebody, the dude 
what you paying his money for your child to go out there and play baseball. Mm -hmm. You expect him to learn something. You expect him to at least come out different than how he went in. Yeah. So that's what made me say, you know what, man, let me go and do this because my child was out there playing. The coaches was damn near not teaching them nothing. I mean, it was like, nah, man, let me at least give y'all something. If I have a, just a little bit to give y'all to make y'all a little bit better than what y'all went in, that's that was my goal. So I want to get back to that, man. For sure, and uh, uh, uh I think we go we go talk about it a little bit more of that on uh, on the next show on next Friday, man. So y'all tune in. But man, I appreciate y'all for uh for coming on this Friday and rocking out with your boy Bread, uh Ken. Erica, as usual, I appreciate y'all for coming on the show, man. All right, bro, it's good. I appreciate you too, brother. All right, man. Okay. Y'all be safe out there. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. All right, you do All the right. same. Bro. Peace. All right, later. All right, y'all. Right, that was the show, man. That was episode one forty six, and I think I, I think episode one forty seven. I think we go dive in, man. We go dive in, and we go talk about, you know, what I'm saying our, our brothers out there, man. How we communicate. Uh, uh, how how can we keep our youth out of trouble? Some things we can do as far as men, you know what I'm saying, to uh, change a lot of things that's going on and stuff like that. Alphadine, I'm going to get with you, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get with my boy, Bell. I'm going to get with Ken, and I can see if we can have like an all-men panel and we could discuss some men topics to see, you know what I'm saying, what went wrong and where we can go right with it and stuff like that. But, uh, man, I appreciate y'all for, uh, you know what I'm saying, chopping it up with your boy on this Friday, man. I'm hoping y'all have a great weekend out there. And we're going to do this again next week, man. And I hope to see y'all again next week. And uh, if y'all want to call in, the number's going to be down there below. It's not down there below right now, but it will be down there below next Friday. And um, I'll see y'all then, man. Y'all be safe. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be 100. All right? Peace. <laughs>